Welcome to Spinning Bubble 3 a.m. Thoughts Podcast. My name is Laura. And today's 3 a.m. Thoughts are healing your inner child. And this part of healing my inner child is talking about my dad. You know, I thought I had healed that part of my life. And I made peace with it. And it turns out I didn't. I was watching TikTok and a video showed up. And oh my God, did it trigger the waterworks. I was bawling. It made me realize that it doesn't matter how much you think you're healed. There's something that you just didn't think about. And it's just going to get you. So my relationship with my dad, I guess I start with when I was little. Um, I remember like I was being four or five and I would have a good time when it was me and my dad. Uh, We would have good times, but it was awkward when he would take me to a gathering like a party because he would introduce me to, I don't know if it was his family or friends. I don't know. I don't remember who they were, but it was just so awkward because you could just tell in their eyes and their tone of voice that they felt bad for me because I was the bastard child and they took pity on me they're like oh you know like even at a young age you could tell so yeah to me going to parties was so awkward and and it it was worse because my mom like would like dress me up to go over to my dad's and she would get mad because when I got home I had a completely different outfit yeah (laughs) that's another story um but then we moved like around the age four or five I think I was more closer to five when we moved my mom got um permission to take me out of state And we moved to Illinois. And I remember when we moved, we had one or two phone calls over the phone. And it wasn't like right away when we moved because we had moved into my aunt's trailer. And I don't have recollection of talking to him over the phone till we had moved to our other trailer where my mom had purchased her own trailer. That's when I have recollection of talking to him on the phone. So it it was like a while in between. So after that, we didn't have communication. And even before we had left, that communication was less because he had his firstborn child. Um, And you could tell the difference. Like, and I mean, I, I understand now that you know, it's exciting, it's a new baby, blah, blah, blah. So when we moved back, my mom didn't tell him we had moved back into state. And so there's this street, it's um, Whittier. If you lived in California, you know which one it is. Um, and it's it was, it was a good shopping street. So we would go there when we had, like my, my mom's days off. Or in the afternoon. Um, every storefront had something to look at. Nowadays, it's just it's sad. It makes me sad when we drive by that street because 
everything is either close, tagged, or it has bars. It just makes me so sad. And there was this um building called La Casa Olimpica. And I think it got burned down. I don't know if it was an accident. It was on purpose. I'm not sure. It happened when when we had um, moved. So I just like saw the news that it had burned down. But I'm not sure exactly what happened. But we were down this street shopping. And we stumbled upon him. And we went into a store. But he saw us from afar. And eventually went over to my grandma's. Because we were living at my grandma's. And to like verify that it was true what he saw. And yeah. So he knew when we were back. And again I would go over on the weekends to his house. And this time it was just like Saturday. <clears throat> and to me. Like. Like, to me, he was a stranger now, like, because I hadn't seen him in years, like, you know? But I understood that was my dad. I remembered, like, his face, so I knew that was my dad. So, he would take me over to his house, and I would literally just sit in the living room watching soccer. And I hated it. Like, I was there by myself for I don't even know how many hours and I got to a point where I couldn't stand soccer and there was like nothing wrong with the sport it was just the fact of the memory because he would drop me off to his house and he would go work on on yard work he had his regular job but I don't know for some reason he was working on yards over the weekend and his wife was in the kitchen or doing like other house chores. And at this point, he had two boys. So they would hang out. They would go out to with their friends. Because like to them, I was a stranger. So I was literally there by myself. And at some point, I think he had um, his brother living with him. So, my uncle would sit with me sometimes, but for the most for the most part, I was there by myself, and I got to the point where I just didn't want to go go over and then I started asking I asked my mom if I could to take one of my older brothers with me, and sure enough, one of my brothers would go with me. They would alternate weekends. And we would just, at this point, wouldn't even go to, over to his house no more. We would just go to BK, you know, have a walk. And after that, he would just take me home. And then we moved back to Illinois, not, not too long after. I think this time around, we were there for like a year or two. And we moved back. And after that, once we moved back to Illinois, we didn't have any communication whatsoever. And then I was around, I want to say 16, 15, 16. And my uncle had passed away. So we went over for the funeral. It was me and my mom. My brother stayed back. 
And again, like we didn't tell him we had, we were in California. There was like no point to even say, but he would drive, he was driving by my grandma's street and he saw us and eventually again, later that afternoon, he showed up. He had, at this point, he had moved close to my grandma's house. He lives about four blocks away. And we just told him we were in for the funeral. But to say that we had a conversation, like I had a conversation with him, not really. And then we, we went we went back home. And at that time, my mom was debating whether we wanted to whether she wanted to move to California because at that point I did not want to move to California. I wanted to stay where we were. Um, I liked it. I, I just didn't want my life to change. I really, really enjoyed my, my life. I mean, I just didn't want, I just didn't want to move. Um, I had my friends and I, I, like before like I had never had a problem within with moving till at that age I was like no I don't want to move but there were so many factors where she took the decision to move and I told her I was like I could stay with my aunt like and live with her I just I I I really had a rough time that time to move I just didn't want to do it, but I had to. She's like, I can't abandon you. You can't stay, blah, 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 the whole conversation. And, well, we moved. Oh, my God. Was it the worst time ever? But, you know, it is what it was. And, again, it happened where he found out that we had moved. And... At this point, it's like, I didn't even go to his house. Like, we would go to Jack across the street. And to me, it was really frustrating because it wasn't the fact that he wanted to have a conversation with me. He, Like, honestly, he did not want to have a relationship with me. It was more like a... I don't even know how to describe it because he would always tell me, Come over to my house to meet your brothers and sister. Because at this point he had a daughter. So now there was three. <laughs> but it wasn't like, hey, let me get to know you. Like, because technically I had, I really didn't have, like, I know he's my dad. I know he's not a stranger. But technically I don't know who you are. Like, I don't. Like, if I were to ask you, like, what's your dad's birthday or what's their favorite color, I would assume you know, like, if you live with your dad, you know? Like, simple stuff. Like, I don't know anything about him. I know that he bought a house. He's married. He has three kids. He has family somewhere in Mexico. I don't know how many brothers he has. I don't know if he has any sisters. I know I just remember meeting the one. I don't, like, I don't know anything about 
him, his family, I don't know. And he didn't care to get to know me. It was the conversation is why don't you want to come to my house? Why don't you want to meet your your um your siblings? It was always about them. It was never about me. You know, at least that, that's how I took it at that time. I I wouldn't go over. And I remember his wife um would always um call him over the phone to like he she had an emergency or whatever supposedly and he had to go like he couldn't stay in our like with me for longer than 30 minutes like he had to go back home so i don't know maybe at this time their relationship was rocky because like he, like he literally couldn't be away from home for too long so no i never went over to meet like went to go to his house like when he moved like four blocks away from my grandma's like, I know where it is, but I've never gone. Like, I've passed through the street and know where it is. And you might be wondering, how does she know? Well, I have an uncle that knew where he lived in Lasse. Oh, I live with the papa. I guess, like, if they would look for me at this point in my life, like, I wouldn't turn them away. They as his children. But, I don't know. I honestly, I guess that's a part where I haven't really thought that through. But yeah, eventually, um, I remember for I was a senior in high school, and that Christmas before I graduated, I had asked him if I could get a laptop, and not like an expensive one. It was like pretty cheap, and he said it was too expensive, and my mom said, "Oh, I'll chip in for it too," you know. And I really did want to go to college at that time. And I really didn't need it for school. I was at... I had... I was at my grandma. And I had my computer. And I had plugged in for a while. And there was an incident where my cousin couldn't have his. So they took it down. And then... He wanted to use mine and he wasn't allowed to be on the computer so my grandma was upset so saying that I was being a bad person that I wouldn't let him borrow it so I had to tear mine down so that's why we asked him if he would help us get a laptop that way you know I can use it away from it wasn't connected like I don't know anyways he just disappeared like we didn't see him for months so my graduation came around obviously didn't tell him because like I hadn't seen him so what was the point you know so we left we left town we didn't tell anybody we were leaving um, because that's a story for another <laughs> day but we left without telling anybody and then all of a sudden he started calling because he wanted to know where we were I was like, okay, we haven't heard you from you in months, and now you're calling. So we moved to Nevada. The last time I seen him. And before he disappeared, I remember we did go get, like, tacos. And he had his three kids, my uncle. To say I remember their faces, I don't. Like, if, like if I would pass them, like, on the street. 
I had no, I would have no idea who they are. Well, actually, the little girl, like I, I eventually did look them up on Facebook. I didn't find the boys. I did find the girl, and she just looked exactly like her mom. And I was just curious. I want to know. I wanted to see how their life was. Was like if he treated them different. Like if they're like how was their childhood? And I know obviously it's different. I just kind of wanted to see the glimpse of how different. You know. I was just curious. But no, like she didn't have like pictures. It was just kind of like her selfies. And you were wondering, like, how I knew exactly, like, if that was her. Obviously, she had the the name, the last name. Um, she looked exactly like her mom. And then I looked at the, at the picture. She had a picture, like, with her house. And that was his house. So I knew that, like, that was her. But, yeah kind of stalkerish I guess <laughs> but no she didn't have any pictures so like I didn't know um but yeah that was like a curious time I had and then I just kind of let it go and I thought I was healed from that and I was like how like to me I've always said how can you miss a stranger that you don't know so, I've never had that craving to go looking for him. But I have noticed that I thought that I was fine. But when your parent is absent, it really does fuck you up in some ways. You don't notice it till later. Until you're trying to do your healing journey. But anyways, this video was about the video that just got me crying in tears. It was about a dad... And I guess his son had asked him to um, ask him, like, if when he passes away, like, what would happen to, like, the family house? And he was like, oh, you know, it's going to go over to your sister's. And he went to explain why it would go to his sister. And, oh, my God, the explanation got me tearing up just to see the type of love, unconditional love that exists. And it just kind of like, like fucked me up to realize that, you know, there's parents that feel that way about their kids, you know, they, they carry so much that they're okay. And it's like, it, like I was like, wow, it must be nice. And it's nice to know that I can exist. But yeah, it got me, it got me crying. It would, I was like to say like, oh, it would have been nice to have something like that. But, you know, it's life and it's okay. You know? To know hopefully thing, better things are coming. And that just wasn't part of your journey. It, it it triggered something inside of me that I didn't know that would hurt me. 
to know that, oh, shit, it would have been nice to have something like that, like, with your father. But, like, for somebody to care for you unconditionally, to no matter what, have your back. It is what it is. And, you know, some some kids, even though they have their dad, they don't have that unconditional love. Well, that was today's 3 a.m. thoughts. Hopefully, I didn't ramble too much. But till next time, my beautiful bubbles.